bitch, bitch.
Hey yo 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 yo. Hey yo 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 yo. Way 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 way. Yo way way way. Ay 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 ay. For sure. For sure. What a fun weekend. What a great weekend for everyone. I'm sure. Absolutely. I'm sure everyone had a great, fun weekend. You know why? It was uh, Mardi Gras season's up in its full swing. I think a lot of people can relate to, relate to that. Everyone in the New Orleans area, in the district, in the parish, most of my listeners, turns out New Orleans based. Who would have guessed? Surprise, shocking. New Orleans, China, that is. New Orleans, the neighborhood in Beijing. I used to think it was New Orleans, Hong Kong, but I was, uh, I was wrong. Apparently it's the wrong, it's the wrong address. I looked it up on Google Maps. Different New Orleans, you see. But nonetheless, still still celebrating morbidly obese Tuesday. 40% of the pop U.S. population, Tuesday, morbidly obese. Okay? 50%. When the majority, when the majority of, of the U.S. population is fat, 
right? Which which is soon. If we're not already there, you know, I don't know. These these statistics obviously sample. I don't know how much of it's hard data or just uh, projected or you know whatever. But I, I think realistically, we're looking at a majority fat in in the next decade, probably much sooner. And um, hmm, hmm, hmm. something to think about, something to think about, no matter which New Orleans you're living in, U.S. or, or otherwise, because New Orleans dominates the, the global economy, the global culture. You know, it moves society forward, whatever New Orleans does, you see, the world follows, the world listens. Just look at just look at Persian architecture, okay? You may you may look at that and say, well, clearly that's European, and you would be right. Uh, it is, and uh, so is uh, New Orleans. But let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Did Persia? Did Iran? Did Iran suffer a Hurricane Katrina? No. They did not. They did not. In fact, they didn't suffer at all. In fact, they don't know what su- <laughs> they don't know what suffering is. They don't know what oppression looks like. They don't even know what it smells like. Okay. You ask you ask the Prince of Persia. Okay, what suffering smells like? You ask Jake Gyllenhaal. Hey. What that smell like? And he will look at you and he will say, I like that. I don't like that. He'll say, Oh, I'm, I'm the gay, I'm the gay cop in the movie. I'm the gay cowboy in the movie. And he said, yes, Jake Gyllenhaal, yes. Very good. Very good, Jake Gyllenhaal. When will you play the gay fireman? Let us know. We're so excited for your next gay, your subtly gay role. Closeted gay, hyper-masculine role. Let's make it fireman. Enough of the soldier stuff. Boring, boring. Let's go back to the classics. Firemen. Now, now back to what I was saying. New Orleans, what a what a weekend! <laughs> what a weekend for New Orleans specifically. We had uh, the Grammys. Okay, had the Grammys. We had the, the Pro Bowl, which, as everyone knows, New Orleans. Most pros are from New Orleans, whether you like it or not. And you will like it. Okay? Don't get confused. What else? Big weekend. Uh, Argyle. Woo! What a flick. What a flick. If you haven't seen it yet, man, you're fucked. <laughs> if, you haven't seen, if you haven't seen Argyle yet, I, you know what? Kill yourself. You're fucked up. You're, you're dead, kid. You're finished. 
if you, you haven't, haven't seen it yet, you're, you're not going to catch up, okay? Because this movie, let me tell you, it is light years ahead of anything else you'll see in the next light year. I promise you. <laughs> I, pr I guarantee when they make Argyle 2, which is a prequel, okay, it'll actually be 10 years in the future from today. Still, the prequel will still be ahead of 2024. Okay, let me tell you why, okay? Fat bitch, number one, it's got a fat ass, it's got fat. And not like like thick, you know, hot. It's, it's the kind of fat that also lacks boobies. It's the worst kind of fat bitch you can have. Okay, fat bitch, fat chest, uh, uh, not fat chest, sorry, sorry. Flat chest, flat chest, broad shoulders, just just kind of a board and then two uh, 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 lemons, <laughs> two lemons. And I'm not saying I, I watch, I, I went to Argyle for the boobies, okay? I went to Argyle because <clears throat> I'm, I'm a bit of a movie guy, you know? I like the movie. But when you watch the movie's length worth of trailer for that movie, you say, what's another two hours? What's another two hours and 20 minutes of, of, of Argyle, right? It's got booby. It got men. It got handsome men. It got crazy. It's cra It's a crazy. It got crazy. Pro it got prot Ryan. It got crazy prot Ryan. Prot. That's what. That's what the people want. Prot. It got John Shincha. John Chong. John Chong. What else? It got cat. It got black guy. It's a very funny, sorry for the spoilers, but it, it was really cool to get the black guy, Mr. Mr. Samuel L. Jackson, to, to basically play a clapping retard for the last um, 20 minutes of the movie. It was very, very meta. Very meta, very, very interesting commentary on black cinema. You see? They had him, they had, they had, they casted him, I believe, as one of two black people, can't confirm that, uh, to spend the last 20 minutes uh, clapping his hands slowly while he watches a Lakers game. And, and then, uh, and then when the Lakers game gets boring, right, as we approach the climax, he starts slapping his desk and then clapping his hands and he just he starts he just starts screeching. He starts he screeches for the last ten minutes because he's excited for the big loading bar to finish. Okay, it is it is 
despite right. being right. this this you know i'm a i'm a fan of meta i don't know if you knew this i'm a fan of 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 of, of being subversive but imagine if you could make being subversive even more hmm, hmm, cringe, you know? Ooh. The twist is the, is the twist. The fact that we put a twist in it is the twist because you were expecting a twist. And, um, but we're going to do it anyway. Because we're winking at you, it's like a—it's like if they made a—it's a Reddit movie. It's a Reddit movie, but spies. It's a—it's Marvel or sorry, it's a—it's superheroes but uh, spies. Okay, and I'm not saying I expected more. I you know, I'm not gonna—I'm not gonna sit here and tell you I, I wanted more. I'm not going to sit and tell you I expected more. No. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, sir. I I love, you know, I try to go, I try to go to the movie when there's no one there. But, but I, I forget, forget that, that it is great to have people there to give you some perspective on on who this is actually for. You know, it gives you some perspective on why did they make this? You know, how did they invest so much money and time and get so many people invested in this project to the point where we're watching it, where we're sitting and watching it. And if you watch it alone, like we do with, you know, streaming services, you think, well, certainly nobody likes this. See, and the problem with Argyle is that it is a Netflix movie. And it's not actually. I mean, in the sense that it's... Uh, hmm. Netflix, Netflix productions are, are like the lifetime movie of the streaming world. They are the, the lifetime movie... Very niche, like it, it. It it seems to portray itself as something that could potentially be the lowest common denominator, right? It is dumbed down enough. It is it is simple enough. It is straightforward enough and predictable enough to be comfortable. Yet somehow, it is still. Uh, it, it appeals to this hyper niche demo. Okay, with Lifetime, it's women, <laughs> older women. I haven't watched a Lifetime movie in a while, and I, I like Lifetime movies. I used to watch them uh, with my mom while she did her, while we shared the domestic duties, while we ironed and folded laundry. We would, <laughs> we would watch uh, Lifetime movies or we would watch uh law and order svu or or any of the law and orders i think at the time it was i think svu was the main rerun okay and that's not changed okay the, the equivalents of those of those things have not really 
they still exist in the modern form. There, there's a new generation of middle-aged women, okay? They're called millennials. They're, the new generation of middle-aged women consuming that kind of content are, are, are millennials. Because millennials are like 40-some years old, you know? I, and I'm a millennial too. I'm 29, but I'm on the low end. And I'm not saying I'm better than the older millennials. Certainly not. I'm just saying... I understand this demo. Okay. It's, it's obvious, you know, the, you can still watch law and order. Certainly if you're 40, but most likely you've transitioned to, to horror podcast. You've transitioned to murder mystery docs that have a nice little, that have a nice little cap, you know, have a nice little cherry. Even if it's a nice little cold case, right? It is packaged nicely for the frightened millennial woman. Now, I'm not quite sure what the... No, I do know. I do know what the lifetime equivalent is. It is, it is still Netflix movies. It is, it is Netflix productions. Okay, it's just a different kind. And then once in a while, you get, a, you get, a, hmm, you get an Argyle. You get an Argyle movie that appeals to fat cat women who I, I think I think actually are who like watch they if they are the only women that watch what I do. They are the only women that have ever watched what I do. They are the women who watch ASMR. They are the the the, the small slice of people who at least used to watch it are these fat <laughs> troubled women, okay? And that is the representation of this character in this movie. And you know what? I used to I used to fuck girls like that and I didn't mind it. You know? Very low pressure. Just like neurotic like fat uh, tough skin, has have rough hands. I, I find that I like women with uh, rough hands, and it's not because I like rough hands. Okay, I think it's I think it's it just so happens that the women I tend to I tend to find myself drawn to end up having rough hands. You know, it's it's a it's a result uh, of some kind of interesting character development or neuroticism or something that leads a person to to rough hands and 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 and, and uh, uh, a sandpaper face skin <laughs> and i don't i wish i knew what it was uh but perhaps just a hard life you know hard life and and maybe uh maybe they wash their hands too much maybe they just Maybe they pick at their hands. Maybe they pick at their face. Maybe they, they do too many facial uh, masks. Maybe they do too many stripping. Maybe they strip their face too much. They put too many harsh chemicals in, in an attempt to... You know, they, they, they've acted desperately. Or they've just worked hard. Or they've worked, out, or they've worked hard in the sun doing manual labor. And I'm not saying that's not the case. Okay, it certainly could be. 
But right. I, I just, you know, again, yeah. sneaking suspicion that uh, that is not the case. So if I'm painting this picture correctly, okay, for Argyle, this is not a, this isn't a, this isn't novel, you know. There's been there have been other iterations of, of it, it's a fem cell movie. It's it's sort of a fem cell movie. It is. It is for the modern fem cell. And it's awesome. It's awesome that it exists. The people in the theater might point about going to the movie when there's other people there. This is a movie you can be loud. You know, this is a movie you can react openly. This is a movie you can pretend you are live streaming yourself reacting to the movie in a theater full of people. This is this is one of those movies where that's probably demanded. Okay, and I reacted very violently. I cringe. I I really cringed. And I, I know like people say like I you know you cringe at a lot of things, but I truly like this is one of the first times. Because there was no one there. There was no one to see me cringe. I was sitting in the dark. But I, the only way I could really bear this movie was to just like, oh, oh, like, what? Like, what are we, like, it was, it was cringe. The, the, the movie, cringe the movie, Reddit the movie. Um... Man, and and these people in front of me, they said things like, uh, "Damn, this is one of the best movies I've seen in a in a long time." Or, uh, "Wow, like that was actually really good." <laughs> or. Uh, the kind of people that laugh like a like a with an H. Sorry, that, 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 that doesn't make sense. Not like a like a, it's it's you know how people laugh like a ha ha, but no one says the, you know. It's people who really emphasize the the H in their in their laugh, or they use a different consonant to start their laugh, like a T, like a t, t, or a, you know, it's and it's very breathy. It's very. It's it's not a real laugh. It is it is a it is a forced laugh to let people know that you're laughing. It is a it is a it is a performative laugh to let people know that you understand that uh, this was written to be a joke, and that's useful. And that's useful for certain social contexts. You know, it's 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 useful for signaling some degree of like intelligence, maybe that you understand the Argot the spy movie. You know, you understand the team of writers who who put together Argyle, the the quips. Uh, but that was the whole theater. Can you imagine? I I, I forgot what it's like to go. I haven't gone to see Avenger. I haven't seen an Avengers movie since twenty like. 16 i don't you know i forgot what that's like to to hang around 
this uh, this audience. So. Ew. Literally, literally like children, children like, like children reacting. It was like a it was like a children's YouTube reaction channel. The movie. I don't know how else to put it. I don't know how else to. I'm glad I went. It was a good refresher. Okay, because normally I'd just be like, oh, I'll put that on in the background, you know, make fun of it alone. But you forget, you forget, you forget these people. You forget that these people are out there. You forget who these movies are for. For the record, the, the people making these comments, uh, gay men. <laughs> like like middle-aged, like, bare men. Fat, fat gay men. Sitting in pairs. Came, just came, out, came out in droves to watch Argyle. <laughs> <laughs> now keep in mind this is New Orleans, right? Suburban this is actually suburban New Orleans. This is the theater I like to go to. Right. So just a small small sample size. But uh, I highly recommend you go. And, and and if you go, uh try to go to a at a prime hour. Go go at a prime time to see this movie. I I can't uh I cannot recommend this experience enough. Uh, and the Grammys were great, and also the Pro Bowl was great, and um, uh, you know the, the 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 bombs, the drone strikes were also entertaining. The new stream of the bombs in, in Iran, very very, um, also very entertaining. You had a lot of entertainment this weekend. Oh, oh, and the parades. parades. The parades. You can also go to the parades. You can also go to the parades and beg for trinkets. You can also go to the parades that happen uh, all day. You can go and get drunk and hang out in the mud and beg people for plastic toys that you used to have to earn that you used to have to earn at Chuck E. Cheese at Chuckle Cheese but it turns out <clears throat> there's just uh, there are a lot of people with extra money and they actually pay they buy the trinkets they buy they buy the trinkets with their own money and they build the floats with their own money and then they go out and just throw them at people they go out and and, and, and spread the wealth of of uh Trinkets. <laughs> they spread the wealth of trinkets like plastic cups, plastic uh, bracelets, plastic lights, flashing lights, headbands, footballs, balls in general, and um, I, I get we do prioritize like like entertainment is the only way many people don't kill themselves. I, I do get it. I do get it. I do get it. To some degree, like if you had like one last parade, 
you know, do we need that many? Do you need that many parades? Do you need that many parades of 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 you know buying a bunch of plastic and throwing it out at drunk people? You know, do you have to do it every weekend? I don't know. Like, it's not the worst thing, <laughs> and that's that's the problem. Is you can always say that about most things, you know. What is the worst thing? We don't know what the worst thing is anymore. I guess it's not parades. Parades are one of the the nice, the few nice things maybe we have left. That's why so many. It's mostly adults going to these parades. It's not. You think of a parade for children. You think of bringing your kids to the parade. This is not a parade you bring your kids to. These parades you do not bring kids to. You should not bring kids to. In fact, kids shouldn't live in New Orleans at all, in my opinion. I don't think you should raise a family here. But if you do, don't don't bring them to the parade. Bring them to one. Bring them to a nice one. You know, bring them to the dog parade or, or whatever. Don't bring them to these uh, uh, hmm, these like pseudo political, like pseudo intellectual, like satirical meta parades. They're so weird. These are these are like it, again. It, it's 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 uh, it's like redditor parade. I don't know how to, how else to put it. It it is uh, it is a kind of a it's hard. It's really hard to put your finger on on the kind of person that gets involved here in the parades. Um. There was a science fiction parade. That was interesting. You know, sci-fi, everyone dresses up, okay? But it's also hyper-gay, right? Because there's, no, there's lots of overlap with uh, sci-fi people who cosplay as sci-fi characters and then also, like, furries. And, and then also they're just, they just tend to be gay. <laughs> Nothing wrong. It's just, it's just, what's, it's just what happens, okay? Um... And as you know, you know, the furry community, the trans community, incidentally, sometimes overlaps with, you know, some kind of like Nazi, you know, whatever, you know, it's, it's all the same. I'm not saying, I'm not saying you're a Nazi if you're a furry. I'm just saying like, you definitely come across enough, uh, enough uh, imagery to understand that there is always going to be some overlap uh, and you'll never know how uh, ironic it is, um, which is true in any circle. You know, bigotry in any circle, no matter where you are on the internet, can can bleed and find its way to you. So I'm just saying, there's a sci-fi parade. Yeah, I'm assuming if you listen to this, you have kids. You know, but don't uh, don't bring your kids to that. Uh, there was one that was uh, the whole theme of the parade was uh, dicks, it was penises. I don't know if I mentioned that one. That's just pe yeah, it was just pe it was just giant dongs. And it wasn't it wasn't subtle. You know, there was no subtlety with the penis parade. And um it's not that kids will never know what a penis looks like or you know, will learn eventually, but it's it's um it's a little obnoxious. Okay, I'm all I'm all for the the drag. I'm all for drag. I'm all for drag reading circles you know because there's no penis <laughs> there's no there's no obvious penis yeah you know that the 
the man and the drag queen has a penis. You know, but you don't have to see it. You don't see it. Not that obviously. You just know it's there. But something about the parade, which is incidentally also full of drags, drags of drag queens, um, of dragons. But like riding on a float that's just led by a giant erect dong. But also with like political, like it's, it's, it's like political, hyper oversimplified political, political cartoons with like clear labels, you know, so there's no confusion or like misinterpretation, you know, like Wall Street Journal the New Yorker level, like it is, it is, they make floats that are just crappy political cartoons, which I think is really funny. Um, I I forget the name of this parade. I forget the name of this crew. Obviously like they're not liable, you know, they're allowed to express because they're paying money to do this. You know what I mean? It's, it's, they're paying their own money. They're paying out of pocket is my understanding. So, you know, you can do that or have no parade. You know, you can have the penis parade or have no parade. And I would say just maybe no, maybe no parade. Because, you know, there's a, there's a lot of other ones. Um, just a thought. Just a thought. Um, but, man, man, what a weekend. Yes, ma'am. I I uh I don't know. Do we what do, what do we want to what do we want to do today? Do we want to do we want to play, play games? games? There's a lot of rich people here. Did you know that? There's a lot of there's a lot of really like I would I would I would say not hyper rich, but there's there's quite a few there's quite a few billions here. Just looking at the housing market, just looking at the housing along the parade route. I'm really fascinated by these parades. To be quite honest, I mean that is why. I'm here to some degree. I, I am here because I wanted to experience Mardi Gras. I wanted to experience the parades. And one night I actually, I just walked the entire parade route down and back. And this day there were like four parades back to back. I think it was just like one after the the other, and they go like you know, two miles an hour with frequent stops and hangups, and they get caught on trees and people get run over and all sorts of things. So it's there's no like hard timeline on any of these. There's lots of delays and it ends up just dragging out for like way way too long. And I think that's the beauty of it. It's just kind of this lackadaisical like. Yeah, 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 you know, just leave, you know, let's just hang around. We're just going to hang out. 
just gonna hang out and see what happens. And I like that. That is the whole city is just like let's hang out and see what see what's going on. Um, but instead of me, I, I just get antsy standing around, which I think is what a lot of people do. They just kind of post up. They post up for six hours. They post up for six hours um, in, in this like median where the 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 the, the trolley where the uh, where it usually runs. They sit on the rails. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's fun. And they and they bring these ladders. They bring uh they they bring these ladders with uh like boxes or like booths on the top of the ladder um to catch things to catch the the throws to catch the objects that that the treasures the trinkets that they that that the good rich people pay for to throw at you and so there are these like full-grown adults that seemingly every year they bring out this ladder that they custom built they didn't build the whole ladder but they they attach you know they built this box they attach this box to the ladder so that they can climb up on top of the ladder and when they, the float passes by, they can catch more. And they also stick out more to the people on the float because they're you know taller. So if you're a kid, fuck you. If, you're, if you are a kid who ends up going to the, the parade, you know, who wants to have a fun time at the, at the parade, fuck you. Because there's going to be a 40-year-old man who has seen this parade 20 times, who comes to this event every, you know, goes to the same parades every year, every weekend, multiple weekends, multiple days, it's weekdays too. It's not just fucking a Saturday event. It is like, you know, they're doing this on like a Thursday. Because fuck you if you're a child, you know, you'll, you'll get there someday. Come back when you're a big kid. Come back when you're older and you can afford a ladder and can waste a whole fucking afternoon just, just hanging out, just posting up in the best spot so you can collect cups and necklaces. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> I know adults need fun too, but like, Jesus Christ, man. God damn. Grow the fuck up. Grow the fuck up. Man, man, oh man, that is, it is, it is, these, these, it is a parade of people who would uh, catch the ball, who would, who would catch the fly ball, the home run ball, or even the foul ball. They would catch the foul ball. That means nothing, you know, at the minor league game, mind you. They would catch it right in front of a of a of a of a five year old boy, and they would look at the boy, and then they would keep the ball. the The boy would be looking; it would have been going right to the boy, but they caught it and kept it. That is that is uh, a lot of these people at these parades. A lot of these childless people. A lot of these sad. Empty husks. 
this is this is what they look forward to. This is not Christmas. This is their Christmas for a lot of people. Mardi Gras is is a lot of people's Christmas here, for good reason, because it's 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 not as tainted. You know, there is not as much mm, expectation or connotation of of like. Yeah, yeah, there's history, history to it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's been, been commercialized. Yeah, it's commodified. Yada, yada, yada. 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 But well, I, I think, think it's, it's still... It's truly it's truly removed from, like, uh, you're not obligated. It's, there's a lack of, uh, like, obligation, I feel like, with a lot of it, especially because it's so drawn out. You know, and it's officially drawn out. There's not, there's not like uh, this, this like weird thing. If you start like, you know, when you start Christmas decorations too early, when you start Christmas decorations November first, you know, everyone kind of like, you know, like fuck you. You know, when you start playing Christmas music November first, people are like, all right, well, fuck off. You know, but Mardi Gras, it literally. Is January sixth this year? It was January sixth this year? It was it, the official season starts? I looked up why. I don't remember why, but it's like technically yes. Technically now, fucking retards on their bikes can walk, can can ride past you, and uh, hold up their their beer to you, and say Happy Mardi Gras, and you're you're expected to say Happy Mardi Gras back. On a Wednesday, on a Wednesday in January, and it's supposed to have the same weight, you know, the same uh, uh, celebratory like tone as as a, as a Happy New Year's, as a Merry Christmas, as a, as a as a real holiday. It is a it's a fake holiday. I mean, all all of them are fake, but. This one is just, uh, this one's milking it. This one is too much. Okay? You spend most of January, and then depending on the year, you may go very well in, all through February. Luckily, this year it ends fucking, uh, like, second week of Feb. But it can go to March. So some years there's it's just two fucking months. It's two fucking months. Basically of of it's Mardi Gras. You know, it's not the same level every fucking day, but it ramps up. You're ramping up the whole time. It is it is another Christmas. You spend for some people, okay? For the for the most deranged people, you're spending November through fucking march just just you know and I, I think that's beautiful for for i think you need that in a in a climate that's dark and shitty the whole time and, and that's not the case here it is uh i believe 70 degrees today and yeah it rains but it's 70 degrees you know uh it's you need New York, you need Mardi Gras in um 
in Pittsburgh. Okay, that's where you need you need Mardi Gras and fucking Dayton, Ohio. You need it in uh, the entire state of Indiana. You need it in the Midwest. Okay. Just as a start, it's not it's not that they don't. They probably do. There's there's probably people who do. They do uh, they do be celebrating, but. Um, yeah, not here. I, I get like I get there's already there is immense suffering here, but like, come on. You don't need those key months. You don't need them. It means nothing. It is it is exhausting to do one weekend of parades. Okay, I walked six hours. I did a six hour round trip walk up and down uh the parade route here and you see a lot a lot of interesting things okay i started on the side that uh, is the beginning of the parade which in this case is uh you would consider it a an upper class area okay it's considered uptown which is like a big area here but it, it basically implies you're either um you either have some money uh and you're white or you just have some money and you're not white, uh, or you're a student, which which implies uh, you have money. Um, not always the case, but this this particular area, this particular university. So my my point is that you're walking into uh, you're walking from affluence to to the more ethnic areas, the more impoverished areas of. of New Orleans, which I think is probably the right way to do it. You know, you're saving, you're saving, you're saving it for people who 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 build and and support the culture of this city. But at the same time, it, I think it's it's actually it kind of flip flops. I think it's like an Oreo a bit. It's a reverse Oreo. You start white, then black in the middle, and then it gets white again. Because you start in uptown, and you get to a, a middle part, which I'm not. Uh, I, I guess it's kind of Garden District. If you care to look up the the geography, the map of of, of these parade uh, routes, and you want to look look these neighborhoods up, it's not to say the neighborhood itself is impoverished. It's just that's where it, it seems a different demographic congregates, and it seems that uh, white people avoid. These areas, and that's not uncommon in a lot of a lot of places. You know, segregation is still alive and well um, in a lot of places. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a weird. It's not weird. Like, well, I, I'm not. I'm not shocked. I'm just. Not, I'm not shocked. I guess. I'm actually. If anything, I'm. I'm just more shocked that. Mm, that. I, that there weren't enough white people to just kind of bleed into these areas. Okay, it's it's white family, white rich families who feel safe because it's by the university. Then you get to a weird part under like a it's like an overpass that was like the biggest congregation of like that's where it feels like Philly. It feels like Philly. It feels like it feels like Kensington a little bit. If, if I can compare it to another neighborhood, not in the sense of like you know. 
you know, zombies, zombies, you know, fucking, but kind of, kind of a little bit. They're not as, it's not as bad. There's no one with like, you, you know, gangrenous like feet and arms and hands and shit. It's not that. I mean, they're certainly there, but they're hiding. They don't, they don't just mill about like they do in Philly. Um, And, um, yeah, and then once you get downtown, once you get to basically the, the cusp the cusp of the French Quarter, that is where the tourists uh, usually feel safe going because that's where their hotels and uh, their overpriced like Airbnbs usually are, are centered. Um, and so they catch the, the end of the parade. So I don't know why I'm sharing all this detail. I don't think you're actually interested in going. But um, if you do go, that is just something to keep in mind. And I highly recommend going to the middle area. I I highly recommend walking along the parade route. Don't follow the parade. That's stupid. Just walk along it for a while, for an hour. Kill, Kill an hour or two and actually just like stroll up and down. It's a really interesting. It's really neat. It's a really neat parade experience because it's like the whole the whole city, like the whole block, not the whole block, it's the whole fucking parade route is like shut down for like a day. It's like the whole day. And it's not just like I don't I don't I don't know how many miles this is. Like I said, it took me like five hours slowly, you know, five, six hours to do like round trip. So I don't know how fast I walk, but it's a, it's, it's a, it's a big, it's big. I never knew. I underestimated, I underestimated, you know, how serious it is, uh, how seriously they take the celebration, how, how seriously they take partying, how much money is invested in, uh, in, in celebrating something that I think the majority of people who are here don't understand why I don't, I don't, I don't understand why. Well, I don't understand what we're celebrating. Maybe just life, you know. But there's there's nothing. There's no part of this where you like learn the culture, or the history. You're just there, and it's it's silly. It's a dumb, like silly thing. And I know it means a lot to a lot of people. And I'm not from here, and that's just me oversimplifying it. But I, I do. There's nothing about it. I think that encourages an outsider to like learn more and I, I i i want to think i almost want to think that even the locals don't really seem to care that much about what it is just like we don't care what halloween really means it doesn't need to mean anything christmas doesn't need to mean anything anymore you know you have your own like fun association with it so it's not any better or worse than most holidays. I just think it's it's a funny it's a funny extension of a holiday season, man. Two extra months. It's way it's it's too much. And as you know, like you know, I'm obviously biased because I don't I don't drink. That's my that's my problem. That's that's my issue is that I don't drink. So it's. I'll never know what it's like to get fucked up and stand on a ladder okay, and snatch beads away from children, you know, standing beneath you. I, what's really funny, actually, actually, the funniest one 
is not the lonely guy without children doing that. It is the it is the person who has a ladder with the booth on top, and they put their child on top of the ladder. They put the child in the booth on the unsecured ladder, just sitting in the in the grass. Okay, it's not even on level ground. They're they're on a ladder in, in mud. You know, grass and dirt, and they put their um, their one year old, two year old baby on this uh, in this like wooden box on a ladder. You know, at, at like like six to seven to eight feet off the fucking ground, and I don't know, like if you were ever tempted to to push a ladder over, this would be it. If you were ever tempted to you know, just, just kick a ladder. And I never was. I'm not saying I am or will. I'm just saying like, you know, it's, it's one of those, it's one of those intrusive thoughts you, but like, it's not that interesting of, uh, of a, of a thought when it's just a guy like painting a house or a guy like pressure washing, you know, it's always a dude on a ladder. How often, how often do you get to see a, a millennial mom, right? And her one-year-old, Soon to be redditor baby, uh, just so vulnerable, just so vulnerable on a ladder, just just drunk, just fucked up, you know. Boom. And again, not me. I'm just saying, like, it is extremely easy to imagine. Just not even on purpose. Just a just a just a drunk. Tulane student just just wandering and just you know going for a football boom right into the into the ladder trying to catch a a deep pass a hail mary boom right into the mom baby comes crashing down boom even if you catch the ladder the baby's coming out I don't I don't know they're not I'm sure they have some kind of strap they're strapped in like the way uh you know you strap a baby into a a fucking a grocery cart, uh, uh, a shopping cart. You know, it's it's just a little nylon strap with buckles that you don't want to touch. Okay, you put those, you install those into your cardboard plywood box on the ladder, but it's not enough. Your baby comes crashing down. And the mom's going to come crashing down too. The mom's going to try to save herself. She's up on a couple steps on the ladder. She's on a couple steps on the ladder. She has no control. She's She has two arms. She has her baby in a, in a box. What do you think she's going to... Is she going to catch her baby and then come crashing down? No. Maybe. But it's, 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 a, it's a dumb thing to look at. It's a, it's a really... It's really a retarded thing to look at, but it's hap- it's it's you see it a lot. It's not just the adults on the ladders. That's you know, drunk adults on ladders is, is fucking retarded enough. But yeah, throw a baby in there, why don't you? Throw a baby on top of that. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it, dude. <laughs> dude, I love it. That is actually that is what I, you know. It's not why I go. I don't go to see disaster, but it's inevitable. When you go to these this this, uh, this kind of event, you're going to see something fucked up. You're going to see a lot of fucked up shit. There's a lot of fucked up people, okay? 
And this this kind of event draws in really fucked up people. I really believe that everyone involved is deranged, and and that maybe that's what I find so appealing about. It. That's why I'm there because it is such a it is such a deranged group of people who come here, and they come from all over. You know, maybe they're not deranged where they're coming from, but they come here to be fucked up. People come miles and miles. They fly, they spend money, they take time off, they take their little vacation time they get once a year, twice a year, and they come here to be fucking retards. Can you imagine? I know I came here to live, that's that's one level of derangement, but like, imagine all these people congregating to be retarded, it's so, it's so weird, in a place that really truly welcomes it. You know, people go on vacation to to the Bahamas or like they go to vacation in San Diego, you know, but you can't be, it's retarded, but you're not really retarded. You're not deranged retarded. Okay. You can be dumb because most people in San Diego are dumb. They are retarded, but they're not crazy. Okay. But not a relative, relative. It is not a culture that, that entirely welcomes it. It is a lazy retardation. It is a, a, a retardation in the traditional sense of slow, but here it's it's much more. It's a much more manic. It's a much more manic derangement. Okay, that that is uh, akin to being in a subway, like in New York, to riding a train in New York. I think, I think that's, that's what, what appeals, appeals to a lot of New Yorkers when they come here is it, it is the same heightened uh, uh, threat at all times that um, it's, it's, it's good to be schizophrenic here. I think this is a good, this is a good place to, to be schizophrenic if you want it to be. And if you already, if you already were, you know. So, so this, this is now a New Orleans, Orleans podcast. podcast. <laughs> this is now a New Orleans podcast only. But that's all. I think that's it. I think that's all I'll ever have to say about it. You know, yeah, yeah, you can you can have funny, crazy stories about things you see and what happens, but it's like, yeah, okay. What else is new? It's, it's it's so predict it's like predictably it's predictably shocking it's predictably uh awful it's predictably deranged it's predictably uh full of degenerates you know hence why I'm here so come find me so come find me come you know come fuck me up Open invitation. Come fuck me up. I'm not hard to find. I stick out. I do. I do look deranged because I'm not. I'm. 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 I'm standing outside and observing with a with a body cam. You know, and I'm clearly not a cop. You know, but I am watching. I, I'm lurking always. I'm here. I'm I'm getting good at lurking. 
And this is this welcome. This is the place for it. This is the place to lurk. It's such an unserious place. Truly. It's it's almost too unserious for me. I, I am I am a relatively serious person. And I'm being I actually am being serious right now. This is my this is my most serious episode to date. Episode 90. This is when I, I'm gonna start getting serious about about podcasting for once. This is when I'm gonna start <laughs> I can't I really I wish I could keep it together. I can't. That's my problem. That's my problem. Uh, I I laugh at uh too much, you know, and I people think that's me being uh Unserious. That's me being facetious. That's me being, uh, you know, intentionally vague or whatever. No, it, it is me. Um, seriousness makes me nervous. That's really all it is. And my laughter is a nervous response. And I'm not saying that's what it always is, but a lot of times, yes, that is that is what it is. It's it's not me actually thinking what I'm saying is funny. It is uh, me thinking. Whoa, I'm, I'm uncomfortable with what I'm saying. I'm, uncom- I'm uncomfortable saying the thing, so I need to laugh with it. I, I attach an LOL to things I say all the time. I'm, I'm just this short of saying lol, you know, at the end of uh, one of my racist diatribes. Okay? Lol. <clears throat> So if you if you ever think I'm not being serious about the kinds of things I'm, I'm talking about, I am. I'm I'm very. Uh, I have no reason to to really kid around anymore. This stopped being a joke. A long time. This stopped being funny to me. This stopped being funny to me about a year ago. About a year ago now is when I was when I uh, when I stopped doing this because I said this isn't that fun and I'm finding it's kind of fun again but for a different reason that I don't I don't I don't think I fully I don't fully understand and perhaps I never will and that's okay okay I was too caught up I was too caught up a year ago okay that's how serious San Diego is that's why I had to get out so I had to get out so I could have fun and 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 kill <laughs> and kill my kill myself. You see, this is a fun place. This is a fun place to kill yourself. Okay, San Diego is a nice place to kill yourself. New Orleans is a is a, is a is a fun place. San Diego is a beautiful place to die. This is a exciting fun place to die now what is better personal preference it's up to you those are your two those have been my two options those are my my highly recommended but don't don't die don't don't do it in pennsylvania i just i knew i just knew pennsylvania wouldn't be it you know probably not the northeast probably probably not not probably not the midwest so there's something nice about it. There's something beautiful about it. I may change my mind. 
you know, I think I think it would be fun to die in Oklahoma City, and that'd be a fun place to kill yourself. It'd be a fun place to say you moved, and then a year later you killed yourself. It's a funny. It's 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 like it's not. It's just predictable, though. You know what I mean? It's predictable. Okay, this was fun. This was good. I was gonna play. I was. I meant to just play VR for uh, for three hours today, but. I already have a headache, so why do I need to play VR? <laughs> why, why do I need to play MetaQuest 3 today? I already have a throbbing headache. I'm already nauseous. I'm already, I already feel sick. I already, I'm already, uh, I already have, I already suffer from derealization and depersonalization. Why do I need to play VR games? You see, you don't need a VR headset for that anymore. You don't need it. You don't need it. You can get it right here, right here in New Orleans. Come and get it. Come and come and live in the tech utopia <laughs> that is New New Orleans, China. All right, stay tuned. Uh, if you haven't noticed, I'm doing uh, daily uh, ASMR videos just to just I need more to not kill myself right now. It's getting it's pretty bad. Um, I just need I just need some some daily like it is it is it you know it is a joke, but it is one thing I look forward to and, and I have uh, as a daily routine because right now otherwise I I I don't I do nothing I sit. Here, where you see me right now, and I, um, I scam a bunch of AI language model training companies for like a couple hours at a time, you know. But I can only do that for so long before I blow my. I want to kill myself. So, um, you can do that too, and I highly recommend you do. While the iron is hot, you can. Um, I would imagine for the next couple of years, but who knows? I don't know how fat, how many people they're paying to do this right now, but you do not need to be educated. You do not need to be smart. You just have to know how to read and write at maybe a fifth grade level, which probably you do. You probably do. Uh, and you can just lie about having a college degree. They don't check it. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to say the names on here. I'm not going to promote them directly. But if you go ahead and just Google, you know, AI trainer, AI language model, da uh, annotator, data, something, some combination of, a you know, keywords like AI and training. Okay, you'll find you'll probably find these companies in the first couple of hits. And if you're struggling, which I'm sure you are, go ahead and. Um, do it because you can, you don't have to do real work. Okay. And that is why I'm thriving. And that is why I, I, uh, that's why I'm okay. And I, that's actually why I'm going insane is because I, now I have, it's not even a committed full-time position, but I have the freedom to do it full-time. And so it is causing an, an immense amount of, uh, pain to me because I don't have to do it, but I'm drawn to do it because it's good money 
and I have this sense that I, I will lose. I, I'm not making the most of this opportunity to make free, truly like the, the, the least amount of work I've ever had to do for this amount of money, for this amount of return. So, you know, if, if you come across something like that, I, I can't, I, I just, I, I've committed myself, I think, to suffering for just a, a year of doing this as much as I can. And then, um, and then I don't know what, I don't know for what, I don't know for what, probably just to waste it on trinkets, probably just to, to spend it on funny, funny equipment, funny things to make myself laugh and, uh. I kind of get it. I kind of get. I kind of get why my dad just buys trinkets and and never bought a house, <laughs> or at least he bought a house, but he he lived in it for a year and then he sold it at a loss. Um. So and then just went back to renting for the next uh, twenty years of his life, which I think is hilarious. Is a hilarious bit. Um, you know, why not? Who needs a whole house? You can you can rent and then fill your rental with trinkets, and that is what I am going to do. Instead of buying a house, buying an empty house with no trinkets, it's a balance. Life's about balance. Okay, it's life's life's about having a big house or a big enough house that you can fill with tr enough trinkets to pass on, enough trinkets and doodads, you know, to collect. I'll get. I'll reach that point soon. Soon, 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 soon. That's that's a problem with rich people. That's a problem with rich people who who like have never, who bought the biggest house they've ever lived in. You know, they came into money. You know, they worked. They worked for years. They're finally doctors. You know, they met. They met. It's two doctors, and they had they had kids, and they bought a big, a really big house, a really big property. And they just didn't know how to fill it. They've only they've always lived in a box. They spent the last thirty years of their life living in uh, in, in multiple boxes because uh, because every every you know sense was was invested in, in just getting through medical school. And so when they have this big box, they don't know what to do with it. They don't know they don't know how to fill it. They don't have enough trinkets to fill the big the huge box they bought. They don't know how to fill the McMansion they bought. But I would fill it. I would know how to fill it. If I had the money, I would have the coolest trinket house because I would be there all the time. And that's the problem. When you make that money from working hard, you're not going to be in that house anymore. You're not going to, you're going to live in that house, but I'm going to live in that house. I'm going to be there all the time. I'm going to fill it with so many trinkets that I never want to leave. Okay. And that's, that's what's fucked up about new money. They don't know how to buy trinkets. Okay, so hire me. If you have a lot of money, I will buy your trinkets for you. I will get the coolest trinkets. Okay? I will collect trinkets that you don't know what kind of sentimental value they have. But they will look like they have value. They will look like you have sentiment. They will look like you've lived a life that you have memories attached to these objects. I will do it for you. Sentimental trinkets are my specialty. You should see my car. You should see my you should have seen my car 
uh, maybe like five years ago. I've pared down, unfortunately. But I'm looking. I'm looking to rebuild my trinket collection. It's hard. All right. Good luck and good night. Love you. Mwah. Mwah. Mwah.